1: Good morning, it's Friday, oh, and that was weird.
0: No, that wasn't weird, that like was just... You won. I was just it very excited. It is the first day of the no, month? I was just very excited that I got that in yeah, there. I was a little
1: was, slow on that. I was just thinking how cool it is that it's February.
0: yeah. And yeah. I think Pinch Punch was also very cool as well. Okay,
1: that is cool. Thank <laughs> sorry, you for that.
0: Sorry, um, what were you saying? You're saying something important saying there as well.
1: It's Friday, February one, mm-hmm. the uh-huh. first yeah. day of the month. Um, welcome to Daily Walk and my name is Becky de Oliveira.
0: And JFIT the, the won the Pinch Punch uh, for two times in a row, just you for the record, did, January well, and February. On the
1: Daily Walk, but not in real life. So there's that.
0: Uh, didn't have to bring up daily alternate to bring up the real life
1: one. <laughs> uh, in real life, I always win the daily walk you know uh,
0: that it's sounds... yours,
1: you construct it, you make this universe in which you dominate everything <laughs> you know whatever oh,
0: that's so it's, messed it's up. a power
1: differential here <laughs> so
0: <messed up>. okay. <laughs> there's all
1: kinds of things going on <laughs> okay yes okay, go ahead. why don't you pray yeah
0: i I think we need to I think you need let to. me uh let me pray to reset the clock here a little bit and um Reset the clock as we uh, enter into this today. Heavenly Father, thank you for Friday. Thank you for this week. Thank you for the new month. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity to read this passage uh, as we are entering into today. And a busy week, great week. And um, we're looking forward to not in today, but to Sabbath tomorrow as well. Uh, Blessed all we ask in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. I am reading today from the New Testament for everyone, the NTE. Yes. 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in human languages or even in those of angels, but do not have love, then I've become a clanging gong or else a clashing cymbal. And if I should have prophetic gifts and know all mysteries, all knowledge too, have faith to move the mountains, but have no love, I'm nothing. If I give all my possessions to the poor and for pride's sake, my very body, but do not have love, it's useless to me. Love's great hearted. Love is kind, knows no jealousy, makes no fuss, is not puffed up. No shameless ways, doesn't force its rightful claim, doesn't rage or bear a grudge, doesn't cheer at others' harm, rejoices, rather, in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, love hopes all things, endures all things. Now we have a subheading, love, the bridge to God's future. Love never fails, but but prophecies will be abolished, tongues will stop, and knowledge, too, be done away. We know you see in part, we prophesy in part. But with perfection, the partial is abolished. As a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned like a child. When I grew up, I threw off childish ways. For at the moment, all that we can see are puzzling reflections in a mirror, then face to face. I know in part for now, but then I'll know completely, through and through, even as I'm completely known. So now, faith, hope, and love remain, these three, and of them, love is the greatest. I just wanted to point out really quickly that it keeps using the What's word um, perfection in the sense that I understand it to mean completion. Because mm-hmm. I've I've read this quite a bit and I think that it makes a lot of sense. And in language, like the perfect is, as opposed to the imperfect tense oh, refers well, well, to whether an comple- action... I'll know
0: completely. Yeah, I'll, I'll know I'm completely. completely?
1: Or, but with perfection, the partial is abolished, right? Mm. So perfection seems then to be the opposite of partial, being complete. So I think... That always when we think about perfection, we think that it means to have no faults. And I think that it means to be complete or to be finished. That that's what perfection means, especially in the Bible when God talks about it. I like that. And I I think it's a helpful way for people who are perfectionists to think about perfection. If you think about completeness or what something is supposed to be.
0: Supposed to be in in God. Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. that. I do like that.
1: Anyway, that was just uh so I've been something thinking really about the fun- last few days reading something- this. No,
0: that's really good. That's actually really good. I like that. Uh, so what's really funny is that I had the wrong translation in front of me. And oh, so as, you're
1: wondering why I was reading it all wrong? And as you wrong. were reading
0: it at first, I was like, oh no, you, you've just messed up that sentence and you're just continuing like there's nothing wrong. And and, and the next one, and, and I was like, "This, how can you just keep on,
1: <laughs> on, this, on saying and every so, sentence completely wrong?
0: So I was like, what do we do? <laughs> And then I realized that I had the wrong passage. This is a good lesson. I'm
1: glad you realized that.
0: Uh, A lesson that sometimes we realize that the other person's not wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. If love is the best way, why is it so hard to live it consistently? How has my upbringing, my childhood experiences helped or hindered the living out of love? Oh. Hmm. If if love is the best way, why is it so hard to live it consistently? And how has my upbringing, my childhood experiences helped or hindered the living out of love? Well, I think it's because we we try to love, and we we try to give love when we're a child to new friends oh. we're meeting at school and new relationships are taking place, and it just and it, and it gets rejected, right? or we, we you know you're in the playground and you're playing and something goes wrong. and I think the brokenness is painful.
1: I and think so, in a perfect world, it would be easier to live love. I think a lot of the ways in which we are unloving come as a result of stress and um, time pressure and other types of pressure. If you think about it, the times that you snap at me or I snap at you or mm, yes, we certainly. snap at the kids, it mm-hmm. has to do with some kind of pressure and it's usually external. Sometimes it can be internal, you know, you don't feel good, you have a headache. You know, there are things, but I think our bodies and the world in which we live, I think that those things contribute a lot to us being less loving. I don't think it's necessarily always just, you I know, our sinful nature or whatever. I know I people feel that way. Like Say when I'm, that, when but I'm
0: stressed, I, I I feel that way. I'm like, I'm shorter. I absolutely. Yeah,
1: I mean, think about know. times when, when, you know, we're taking a few days off because it's the holidays or whatever. We don't have big fights over Christmas or anything no. like that. I mean, maybe we have that I in our future. Over
0: pizza, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's we true. We don't typically. No. You know, because we're having a good time and everybody's, there, nobody's trying to get anywhere. Nobody's trying to hmm. do anything. Nobody has facing a deadline or any of those kinds of things.
0: So so why why is it hard to... I guess why is it hard to live it more consistently than if it's that the external factors impede on our on our love and they chip away at it and so I love is not so. resilient enough to actually push back against all those things?
1: Yeah, I think that people are... I think that's actually... People are both resilient and they're fragile. You know, we're susceptible yeah, to I a think lot so of too. things. You think about the way...
0: So recognize, recognizing that is actually very important. Yeah. And actually maybe admitting um, admitting that to each other is also important as well. Um, and admitting that... Uh, well,
1: and recognizing that, admitting not just that you if, you, if you know that you snap or are not loving because of these things, yeah. you can assume that the same is true for other people. Yeah. So then you judge them less harshly. I think any excuse you give yourself, you have to give it to everybody else. Yeah. Like you don't just get a free pass that nobody else gets, right?
0: Yeah No, I think that's I think that's true as well. I think I think the thing is about love is that we all desire to have this consistency of receiving love. Uh, it is hard to always deliver. Assistant. Oh, and he
1: talks about that. I think it mm-hmm. might be in this day's Daily Rock. It might have been another day this week. But saying that people don't think very much about becoming the kind of person. Yeah, it was,
0: that was really great. They worry
1: I about really, the kind of partner that, that they want that who's going to love Mike's, them.
0: Pastor Mike Spiegel was yeah. talking about when you were looking for the list of, he said, you know, you make a list you, of all of the this things. Of perfect
1: person that you want, of, but you don't mm-hmm. think of what kind of, what do you have to offer?
0: And you never actually. think about, yes. What
1: kind of a person would I like to be for somebody else? Yeah.
0: And I think that's actually a really good way to reflect on on the reality that we are not perfect people that we're bringing uh, inside, you know, to to everything as well. But at the, at the same time, I do believe that there is a uh, there is a completeness that people bring about who they are, and that we actually there's also a, a need that we have for each other that actually is really important, and it's not for the lack of of something, but it's actually that God created Adam who was completely perfect, yet he needed Eve, and I think that there's something powerfully beautiful about being in a. State of like being perfect and fantastic and yet needing and so ne- the need is not uh because of something wrong
1: yeah it doesn't have to be a deficiency yeah well, i, I think- just was wondering sitting here i'm um, listening to you talk about that if there's a difference in the kind of love that you feel for a child when you have a child mm-hmm. i think you don't just think about what kind of a child they're going to be, you do think about what kind of a parent you're going to be, yeah. don't you? I think there's something different about that kind of love where you are more self-reflective. So, you know, you're going to be, you're never going to raise your voice. You're going to feed them
0: that's healthy so true, food.
1: You're going to it's, make time. You're going to play with them. You know, you, you have a lot of intentions.
0: I think that we, I think that actually, I think that, Well, I'll say this, that it's easier for me to reset myself more often as a parent than it is as a husband. Like, I constantly am trying harder, putting more effort into, like, am I I doing more as a father, better as a father? And I sometimes think, well, you know, and I think it comes back down to that thing about taking things for granted that I'll go well. In a way, that
1: makes sense because the person that you're married to is an adult. I mean... There should yeah, be a functional person in many ways, whereas your child from the beginning is not. You you recognize their dependency. But a
0: healthy a healthy relationship always grows, and a yeah, healthy relationship always takes effort as well. And so it's it's about putting effort into all those areas at the same time, which is something really important. Well, so do you think it's also
1: partly biological that your children are biologically yours, whereas the person you're married to is no relation to you? You hope. Well, <laughs> yeah, theoretically. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> yeah. Ancestry.com yeah. is going to probably reveal all kinds That's of. All I have. Or gonna, the, or I the what is test. that Twenty Three and Me? Yeah, I to take that test. Are you still planning to do that
0: someday? I am.
1: We were just having a big debate about that in research ethics.
0: I know. I, I still want to do it.
1: I'll, I'll let you know that most of the research ethicists that I know are not in favor of mm-hmm. this sort of thing. Mm. But anyway. All
0: right. Well here let me just uh repeat this uh, question for today and uh here's the question for today if love is the best way why is it so hard to live live it consistently how has my upbringing my childhood experiences helped or hindered the living out of love talk with your friends and family about that look after each other live love and we'll connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church. Until next time, look after each other and live love.